are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. They're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to who? The always charismatic host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please go check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my photos to my articles and my graphic design. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account or look up Locked on Diamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. Now, on today's show, we got Javi Reyes of Locked on Padres back on the show. We're going to be wrapping up our NL All Star selections and then. I'm going to be starting off this pod with a little Caleb Smith talk, just shining some light on the brother because he's been balling this year, and he's been arguably, you know, we we say that uh, arguably a lot, who's been the best pitcher this season for the D-backs, Taylor Widener, at one point maybe it was Alex Young, but right now, the crown is going to go to Caleb Smith, so we're going to shine a little light on him to start the pod before we get into those all-star selections pitcher edition with Javi Reyes. But before we get to all that, I want to remind you guys that this episode is brought to you by Green Room, formerly known as Lock Room. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Download the app and join me this weekend as I'll be going live with Javi Reyes, actually, of Locked On Padres. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Now, let's jump right into the conversation. Let's do a little quick spiel on Caleb Smith because this dude has been an absolute stud this year. And I I can't really understate that because after his first start of the year, if you guys remember that, his first start of the year was against the San Diego Padres in the opening series of uh, Major League Baseball during that first series of the year. And Caleb Smith started, I don't remember if it was the second or third game of the series. It was back on April 3rd. But if you guys remember, he only went three innings, and you could just tell early on. I remember I even tweeted it out. Caleb Smith is not making it past the third inning of this ball game, And I was absolutely right. He went three innings, three earned runs, had three walks, gave up a home run as well, had 79 pitches through those three innings. And right after that start, the D-backs immediately moved Caleb Smith to the bullpen where he actually became a pretty reliable reliever for the D-backs. The D-backs did not have a lot of lefty bullpen options. Uh, At the time they moved him to the bullpen, there was only one lefty option for the D-backs. That was Alex Young. So they really needed to bolster that lefty bullpen depth. And that's what Caleb Smith was able to do. He pitched to a 2.7 ERA in his and it was absolutely dominant, should I say. Of course, he had outings where he didn't look good, but a lot of his outings might have been two or three innings where he had to come in to help the starter. It was kind of a long reliever, sometimes a high leverage reliever for the D-backs. And now he's back in the rotation. And in his last five starts, Caleb Smith has looked good for this D-backs team and making them really question whether he should be a rotation member moving forward. In his last five starts, Caleb Smith has a 2.73 ERA. 
His ERA on the season is 3.03. He's been good these last five starts as a starter. 26 innings during that time. Three home runs allowed, but 27 strikeouts, 9.2 strikeouts per nine, 1.13 whip. He's looked good out there on the mound. And when you look, when you dive deeper into Caleb Smith's numbers, uh, a lot of the hard contact numbers really aren't much different from his career numbers, his hard hit percentage right there in line with what he normally does, the barrel percentage right there in line with his career numbers. But the two key numbers that really stick out to me when when deep diving Caleb Smith's numbers is, yes, he's still giving up that the hard rate of contact, but when you look at the average exit velocity, he's got a career low. And even though the hard hit percentage right there with his career numbers, his weak ball percentage, the weak contact percentage, is at a career high. He's inducing weak contact at a rate of 10% this season, 10.5%. That percentage was never above 3.4 for his entire career before this season. So he's getting a lot more lazy fly balls than he normally does with that exit velo going down, with that hard contact still staying up, with that rise and weak contact as well. He's just inducing more lazy fly balls because he's a guy with a fastball sitting about 91 and a half miles per hour. He's... Uh, you know, batters, sluggers, they're going to try to lock into that fastball since it's not being thrown that hard. He, Caleb Smith, wants to pitch to contact. That's what he's been able to do this season. And because of it, it's actually been an effective mode for Caleb Smith, who we've seen have home run issues in the past, specifically 2019 when he led the American League in home runs allowed at 33. I thought this guy was going to be the new Robbie Ray, but I've been absolutely wrong. This guy maybe is the 2017-2018 version of Robbie Ray when we thought he was going to be a future stud piece in this rotation. Caleb Smith right now is looking good in D-backs uniform, and I'm curious to see how the D-backs want to handle his future. Now let's get into that conversation with Javi Reyes of Locked On Padres. Javi, moving on, number eight for you. Man, this is where it gets hard because the chaos enthusiast in me wants to be like, screw it. Put Trevor Bauer in the all-star game. Is he necessarily as deserving as some of these other guys? No, but he's not that far off, especially considering that a lot of people were just expecting this guy to fall off. Now, I know you have the spin rate controversy. I know you have the, well, everything else controversy mm -hmm. about Trevor Bauer. But to a degree, I kind of want to put him. But here, I might get a little soft. Part of me is like, hey, let's just give it to Clayton Kershaw just being good. And I don't think he's been as good as everybody else. But I don't think I could do that on this podcast, can I? I mean, I just can't no. do it. So for my last one, ah, ah, it's tough. It's really tough, man. I, I'm like looking at the list now. And to be honest with you, I don't know. My gut tells me to go with Marcus Stroman because it's fun. I know the strikeouts aren't there. I know that he gets a little bit lucky with some really great defense. I know that the Mets already have Jacob deGrom on there, but he's just so fun. He's so electrifying. He's short. It's just, it's a fun pick. It's a heart pick. Walker Buehler also very deserving. You could even say you Darvish, obviously, you know, I won't be complaining if it's you Darvish, but basically for my last spot, uh, probably Marcus Stroman or you Darvish, one of the two. Although I will say uh, Marcus Stroman has been a little bit banged up. I don't think he's made as many starts as some of these other guys on the list. Let me see here. Or actually, I think he has. Give me one second. He started 16 games. It says, well, you Darvish. that's odd. Well, yeah. So, okay. Never mind. Yeah. I'm proud. I'm, Either one, either you Darvish or Marcus Stroman, I'm feeling pretty good about. 
Yeah, we're not putting Kershaw on this list as an achievement award because <laughs> he, right now, I don't know if he's in my top 15. I'm just starting pitchers right now of who I would put on the NL All-Star ballot. I mean, there well, there there's 17 dudes right now with an ERA below three, and Kershaw's at a 3-4-3. Three, three. I mean, Kershaw's still having a good season, but is it All-Star worthy when you look at some of these other candidates? Uh, that's where you really got to bring in the resume to help Kershaw out. So he's not going anywhere near my ballot because we're not going to do that. We're going to keep the integrity of the ballot strong. But for my <laughs> number eight guy, you said Darvish or Stroman. I think you're probably leaning Stroman. But this is where I went with Mad Max, Max Scherzer. I mean, I thought he would. I thought he was the guy that showed some decline in 2020. I mean, he's like what 45 years old seemingly i mean max scherzer's not a spring chicken anymore it's like nope. he's like realistically like 39 years old and he's still a strikeout machine despite it mm-hmm. uh, entered today 219 era 112 strikeouts only 18 walks on the season entering today uh, still 12.24 strikeouts per nine fourth in the national league i mean just absolutely bonkers and to think that guy used to be a former AZ D-back who we traded to the Detroit Tigers. So uh, it's a big what-if moment in the D-backs history. I mean, they basically traded the second best, arguably the best pitcher of the last 15 years uh, and didn't get much in return. But Javi, let's move on. Number nine for you. Um, well, you know what? Let me give some love to some relievers for once. Jeez. Okay. I mean, you already had, did before, but... <laughs> Craig Kimbrell would be my number one guy. Uh, I love a comeback story. You know me. I basically talked about that with Max Scherzer. But I mean, Craig Kimbrell, come on. It was part of my predictions. Believe it or not, this is on the board. I was talking about offseason that I was like, eh. I mean, you have to expect some positive regression. I mean, he's been so bad that I, I it's just hard for me to see a reliever become unplayable like this as someone as good as him. But no way did I see what he was doing now. Just one of the lowest ERAs. He gets every save opportunity for them. He's just back. I see him mentioned on Pitching Ninja's Twitter feed like every other day. The guy's awesome, and I love that he's back for a team that basically has had a lot of bounce-back performances, arguably from every person on that team almost this year. So I'm going to give it to to Craig Kimball. He'd be my starting closer or my number one reliever (laughs) uh, heading into um, what's called the All-Star break. Yeah, that's fair, and I think he's probably been the best closer uh, in baseball, probably right now. I mean, the fact what he's doing right now, I didn't think he was going to get back to there. I mean, maybe I thought he could still be a pretty solid closer for you, but the way he's dominating pit, uh, batters right now, I mean, I, I feel like the crackdown has to affect him maybe a little bit. I mean, it, it's crazy the way he's been pitching this season. So we'll see if he's really just rediscovered his form or maybe a little sticky substance to help him out. But for me, my number nine guy was a reliever as well. Alex Reyes of the Cardinals, a guy who's really seemingly come out of nowhere, 107 year rate to enter the season. It's been a strikeout machine. Uh, His batting average against could be a little bit better. He walks a decent amount of dudes too, but he's not giving up runs and he's striking out dudes at an insane rate. So I got Alex Reyes at number nine, number 10 for you, Javi, as we're starting to wrap up here, three more slots left, make it count. I got to go Josh Hader here, man. I got to go Josh Hader. He's been so consistent for such a long time. Granted, I already ripped the the Brewers kind of unfairly, I think, but uh, still got to go for Josh Hader here. He's just been good for a long time and he deserves to be up there. And maybe who knows? Uh, I mean, actually not who knows. The Brewers probably aren't trading him because they've been good this year. So. 
Yeah. And for me, my number 10 guy, Trevor Rogers, as you mentioned before, we usually don't see rookies dominate the way Trevor Rogers is doing. Mm -hmm. And so uh, because of that, uh, maybe I was a little hesitant to put him on over some other guys, but looking at the numbers, you can't deny what he's doing. Uh, Third in the NL and ERA entering the day. I was as shocked as you to see that when I was doing this exercise. So because of that, because of his breakout season, Trevor Rogers is on the list. Number 11, Javi, two more slots. Javi and I will continue our conversation in just a second. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Fully Loaded Chew because today's episode is brought to you in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. Available in nine flavors, Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist nicotine pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry, white pouches, nothing dips, spits, and packs like a Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On Diamondbacks listeners a special offer. Right now, you can try a can for just $1. That's right, just $1. Go to www.fullyloadedchew.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON, just $1, and free shipping if you use code LOCKEDON at checkout. The next time you go for a dip, make it Fully Loaded Chew, fullyloadedchew.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to that conversation with Javi Reyes of Locked On Padres. Um, I, for my last two slots, I'm actually going to go relievers because I really, uh, it's it's tough. L- believe me, I want so badly to be crazy and go for Trevor Bauer on here, but I'm not going to do it because I don't want to do any Dodger loving on this podcast. Um, although I have to admit, just out of an entertainment value, uh, Trevor Bauer might be able to fit the bill there. And in fairness, he has a decent case. I wouldn't begrudge anyone who put them on, put him on their list, especially if you want to bring in narrative that he comes into the season with a big contract and doesn't fall apart. Like he did in Cleveland, even that first year in Cincinnati, you know, fifth in K per nine and among NL uh, starting pitchers, still a good guy, but not going to put him on my list. Uh, I'm actually going to go also with Alex Reyes here because the last name, how can I not go with Alex Reyes here? The vertical movement on that pitch, man. He throws that thing up to Kami plant. What's that thing in Dragon Ball Z where you go to when you die, he throws it all the way to the heavens. And then somehow it comes all the way back down. The vertical movement on his pitches is astounding. And I didn't really think that he would translate. I think they actually viewed him as a starter at some point, but for now he's absolutely killing it in the bullpen. Uh, One of the lowest ERAs among closers. And I think he deserves it for sure. 
Yeah, and for me, my number 11, this is where I have the guy we mentioned before, Joe Musgrove, who just barely made the cut. But because he had that no hitter under his belt, I had to put him on the team. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're giving the franchise the first no hitter in their history, your first season with the team and what was it? like his fifth start with the Padres as well. So <laughs> it was his second, actually. His second start. My goodness. So, yeah, at that point, you had to give him uh, a spot on the all-star team. But Javi, last spot. Who's making it for you? Last spot goes to Mr. Mark Melanson of the San Diego Padres. Somewhat out of nowhere, but also not really. You think about it, one of the more consistent relievers in baseball last bunch of years. I don't even know if he's made an all-star game before, but they get him on the cheap to replace Trevor Rosenthal. They don't go for some of those other big names like Liam Hendricks. Instead, they buy small and they go for Mark Melanson. I get it. Not a lot of strikeouts. That's not his thing, but pinpoint control. And yes, he allows some runners on base. His whip is a little bit high. I know he had that game against Cincinnati where he almost blew it or I mean he literally did blow it uh but you know what I like it I like that he's basically leading the league in saves for a team that's been awesome this season and I'm going home around this one I'm going Mark Melanson no homer there Javi because I have him as my last spot on my ballot too leading the NL in saves 197 year right he's been a beast this year and I was happy to steal him in my fantasy draft with one of my late round picks because this guy's been a beast for a while now as a closer I think he's been pretty slept on so I definitely have him on my roster too but Javi what do you think your toughest calls were to make for this all-star selection exercise uh, for pitchers, I think the, tall, the the toughest call for me was I actually left Zach Wheeler off. And look, does this have to do with some weird, uh, I guess, inside joke stuff where like uh, uh, Zach Wheeler is somewhat connected to where I grew up? And I don't I just for some reason have a I'm repulsed by that. I don't want to vote for him because of what exactly that connection is. Uh, it's it's very odd. I can't really talk about I don't want to blow up anybody's spot or anything like that. It's nothing that's bad about him. Trust mm. me. It's just that I don't know. It's, it's just it's Sounds weird. Like you stuff, got some but, tea, Javi. What you got yeah, to spill? Javi? I, I don't know. I, I might have a little bit of tea. Oh, no, we got to turn know. the we got to turn the recording off. Go off mic real quick. <laughs> yeah, we, we might have to. No, in all seriousness, though, uh, it. The real thing is that Zach Wheeler, I just think part of it is a little bit of luck. I just think that he's getting a little bit fortunate with guys left on base, um, but he's still been good. And also maybe it's just because I'm annoyed that it took him like this long to figure things out randomly for the Phillies. I don't know, because then again, that's a little hypocritical considering I basically applauded Kevin Gosman for that. So I don't know, Zach Wheeler, him leaving him off the list was a little bit tough for me. And same goes for guys like, um, Trevor Bauer, who I think that it'd just be so much fun to have him in there. Even Tyler Mahley of the Reds has been pretty solid. Basically the only solid pitcher for them. Luis Castillo has been a, a big mess. So uh, that's definitely up there. And arguably just for the fun of it, uh, Tywad Walker would have been up there for mm. me. I just love that Tywad Walker is another one of those guys that the Mets just happened to stumble upon and he's been awesome for them. So, uh, but otherwise I really think the pitching hasn't been too hard. I haven't really felt like a real sense of, Oh my God, who is it in the national league this year? Yeah. I feel like Taiwan Walker might've been the most slept on free agent this past off season because mm-hmm. the dude's been a stud, like the last like three or four since 2017, he's basically pitched like a number two or number three starter, but yet no one seemed to want to give him a, a decent contract this off season. So the Mets picked him up and we're like, yeah, we'll make uh, an all-star caliber pitcher, our fifth starter in the rotation. So uh, the fact that he got picked up for almost nothing by the Mets really kind of pissed me off because this was a guy that the D backs <laughs> just let walk in free agency 
Casey, just another guy that they just let go. But for me, my toughest calls, Joe Musgrove, as I said before, is on the team because of that no hitter. But the two Dodgers pitchers, both Bueller and Bauer, I mean, Bauer, I think I had a tougher time with. I really want to put Bauer on my ballot because I, as I keep saying that no hitter uh, was the differentiator for me. Bueller, he's been phenomenal at not putting base runners on this year. So I, I think he's going to get heavy consideration for the all-star ballot. And then the other Dodger, Kenley Jansen. I mean, him versus Melanson and mm. Reyes was very tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of Jansen's numbers are absolutely insane when you look at his whip and batting average again. So uh, I think that was a really tough one as well. But yeah, I think for pitching this year, I think it's going to be loaded. I mean, we didn't even talk about guys like Corbin Burns. We briefly mentioned him. Tyler Motley, as you said. Uh, Marcus Stroman. There's some really good guys. I mean, you didn't put Zach Wheeler on yours, and he leads the National League in strikeouts. So that just lets you know how loaded this uh, pitching roster is going to be for the All-Star game. But Javi, what do you have on tap for the rest of the week? Uh, what what can Locked on Dimebacks listeners find on the pod this week? Avi and I will wrap up our all-star ballots, but first, investing can be complicated. But whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diverse, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can help even lower your taxes as you pay as you invest. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets and can get your first 5000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash MLB. To get your first 5000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash MLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash MLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash MLB and get started today. Did you know Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors? They got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's a flavor for everyone. The reason why I love Bilt Bar is because they're healthy. I'm a health conscious guy. Go to the gym every day and Bilt Bar tricks me. I think that I'm eating a candy bar when in reality, I'm actually eating a protein bar that's low in calorie, low in sugar, but it's high in protein and it's high in fiber, so it's great for that keto diet. If you go to BiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com. Let's wrap up the pod. Uh, well, what they can look into is if they're curious about Padres prospects, going to be talking with Arm Layton on mm. uh, Thursday and Friday of this week. Mm, is right. <laughs> uh, going to be talking about Luis Campizano. Uh, Arm has some takes on him, whether or not to be concerned. Same thing for Mackenzie Gore, who once upon a time was the top pitching prospect, not anymore. Whether or not the baseball people are just freaking out too much about him. He also has a take on AJ Preller that you guys won't want to miss. And also some under the radar prospect that not a lot of people know about from the Padres and also talking about just baseball. 
a website that just launched all sorts of good content on there. I'm basically like a staff writer person there. It's just launching and there's so much more to come and I'm not exaggerating. There's podcasts that are coming up with some former MLB players. There are podcasts and features having to do with all sorts of things coming out, collectibles, fantasy, everything. Check that out. The site is live, justbaseball.com. And Arm and I are also going to dive deeper into that on the podcast this week. So look forward to that. And what can I say, man? Go Padres. Yeah, lucky man. The D-backs are so cursed that their top prospect broke his shoulder a week into the minor league season and is out for the rest of the year. So no matter what level you are with the D-backs, it's not going well for you this season. Javi, Padres, D-backs started up tomorrow. At the time of you listening to this podcast, it will be today. Any predictions for D-backs, Padres, clean sweep, D-backs, I mean, streak alive? What's going on? I think I'll go 2-3. I think I'll go two, three. Why not? Because keep it modest. Keep it modest. Yeah, keep it I mean, humble. They're, okay. they're, yeah, keep it humble. Yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> you know, hey, you know what they say, man. If, you, if you're a little bit too cocky, then you give Goku enough time to recharge, and then he's back. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's. What he, <laughs> I'm just forcing as many Dragon Ball references for you as I, I can. Love that's it. gonna be that's gonna be my thing from now on because I know you're a big Dragon Ball. Hope guy. you're watching. Um, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I watched it past tense at some point in my life, but, uh, uh, you know, it, hey, it goes away at some point. At some Super. point, you can only watch people scream and then punch each other enough times. Granted, best. in fairness, that's that's kind of what all, a lot of animes are. So maybe that's yeah. a little bit uh, a, a oversimplification on my part. But, um, yeah, uh, definitely, I think that it should be a good series for the Padres, especially since you just mentioned basically the best two bats out of the D-backs lineup right now. So uh, not exactly expecting too much from them this series. But then again, we got swept by Colorado not too long ago, so anything could happen. D-backs get swept by Colorado on the regular nowadays, so don't feel too bad about that. Javi, thanks for hopping on today's pod, and we'll catch you next time, buddy. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Dimebacks podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Vyskowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account at Locked On Dimebacks on both Twitter and Instagram. Come back next week for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. Catch up on any episodes you might have missed this week, and I'll see you guys next week. Deuces!